Hello, everyone. Glad you could join us on the Real People, Real God podcast. We'll spend the next little while getting to know God a little bit better by getting into the Bible and hearing what He has to say to us and through us. Welcome. Welcome to the Real People, Real God podcast. We're happy to have you here with us. Uh, my, myself, uh, Pastor Tim Howard and Pastor Chris Shepherdson. Hi, everyone. And we are going through some really... Um, Really good information here, and uh, we're just hoping and praying that this will certainly bless somebody, help somebody, um, you know, get uh, get out of the situation they're in. We're talking about this carousel, this spiritual carousel that we go to get on, um, you know. And uh, last episode, uh, first episode was introduction, and last episode we kind of went through the different parts of this cycle, which will will. Uh, I'll hit on again here in just a minute before we get into scripture. But um, so it's important to note that, um, you know, if if through listening to these this series on this, this spiritual carousel um, that you realize that, you know, hey, I've got some serious issues here. Um, we're not talking about just mood swings and that kind of thing. We're talking about you discover that, hey, you know, man, I, I've got some um, issues here of the way I think about people and things and um, maybe, you know, might need to see a spiritual count or a Christian counselor, um, yeah. or something like that. So please do that if, if, because we highly encourage you to do and that. And even as a Christian, don't be ashamed of that. Oh I mean, yeah, definitely not. That's what do, they're there do, for. Yeah. Go there. Um, so what we're talking about, and this is from a spiritual aspect and a lot of us go through these cycles. Some people get stuck in them. Some people live in this, these cycles. Some people, um, all of us probably hit on them from time to time for different reasons because we are human. Um, and, uh, we've just seen so much of it. And, and, and we're not talking about, you know, people that have had, um, you know, mental illness or whatever. We're talking about just, just people that, have have gone through things mm-hmm. and they continue on these cycles and it just really pulls them away from God. It really takes them into, uh, can take them into a, a dark place. So we want to help you uh, and maybe help you to help somebody else to maybe get out of these cycles if they are in one. And, uh, but at the very least, we want you to be able to identify it so you yep. can get off the carousel and say, okay, I'm done with this. Um, because that's the most important thing is realizing, okay, I'm in a spiritual cycle again, this, this feast and famine thing, this desert thing. And, um, we want you to be able to identify it and say, no, not today, Satan. I'm, I'm getting out of this. And I think everyone is at least once in their life have been on a carousel. Yes. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. So here's the cycle. Uh, as, as I know, and we, and we talked about it last week. This, these, this is not clinical. This is spiritual. And these are just the, the, the names that I've given parts of this cycle. Um, just from my, uh, just, uh, experience over the years and, and talking with people and seeing the, seeing people go through things. So the cycle is peace, boredom, complaining contention, recklessness, distance, and distance leads to surrender. And then we start back at peace again. Um, so if you want to know those, hear those explain, listen to the previous episode and uh, where we go into a little, a little deeper. Break it down a little bit. Yeah. Where we break down what that means. Um, so I wanted us to hit some scripture and um, because guess what, folks, we're not the only ones that <laughs> go through spiritual cycles. Nope, we're um, all the same. We're all alike. Yep. And the Bible, especially the Old Testament, is full of people that have been through spiritual cycles. 
And so we are going to actually read an example of that. Yeah. And um, there are many, but we're going to read one example of that. So uh, if you want to take a minute and uh, turn or click in your in your Bible to uh, Numbers chapter 11, we're going to uh, read a uh, uh, part of a story here. And we are going to talk about this example of a spiritual cycle. And uh, and once you see this in action in this story, then it'll probably make a lot yep. more sense yep. as to what we're talking about. Might be about. able to identify with it more. Yeah, because yeah. up to now, we're just we're not really giving you a, a, a background, a story. You know, we're just saying this is what we've noticed. But looking at it in action, yeah, that'll help. <laughs> so uh, Numbers chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. So let me go ahead and read that. Uh, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. Now when the people complained, it displeased the Lord, for the Lord heard it, and his anger was aroused. So the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed some in the outskirts of the camp. Then the people cried out to Moses, and and uh, when Moses prayed to the Lord, the fire was quenched. So he called the name of the place Tabera, because the fire of the Lord had burned among them. Now the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to intense craving. So the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who will give us meat to eat? We remember the fish which we ate freely in Egypt the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. But now our whole being is dried up. There is nothing at all except this manna before our eyes. Now the manna was like coriander seed, and its color like the color of um, bellium. The people went about and gathered it, ground it on millstones, or beat it in the mortar, cooked it in pans, and made cakes of it. And its taste was like the taste of a of pastry prepared with oil and when the dew fell on the camp in the night the manna fell on it so this is <laughs> yeah so this is just a, a a story of you know israel and their journey one of the many stories of yeah. israel and their journey out of egypt out of bondage into this on the journey to this land of um blowing flowing with milk and honey the promised land and so uh god took care of them he gave them manna to eat, yep. like uh, bread dropped out of the sky. It was a miracle. I yeah, mean, it was truly, fantastic. Truly awesome miracle. Yeah. Um, and so this is the way they lived for a while. And then um, then they got bored with it. <laughs> then they remembered what they had in Egypt when they were living as slaves. So they were living as slaves but yet they had melons, leeks, onions, and garlic. Yep. They had the good food. They had the good stuff. But yet they lived as slaves. And they didn't remember that part though, Tim. They didn't. They I were guess, focused on the melons. I, yeah. I guess. I guess. Well, they talked about the cakes here and they taste like pastry. And I'm thinking donuts, but I really don't believe that's what it was. Probably wasn't as sweet as that. Probably not. Um, because I know a lot of people that probably go back into slavery for donut. But <laughs> so. So Israel, you know, they're, they're seeing what's in front of them. They're tired of this man and this, this bread that they made cakes and stuff out of. And, uh, which, as you said, was just a awesome miracle. Mm -hmm. you know, man is when they and wake up. And I'm sure up, when it first happened, they were like awestruck. Yeah. And they wake up in the morning and, and there's these, this yep. bread laying on the ground. Um, yep. so, but they were getting tired of it. Yeah. They were getting bored with it. And so um, they started complaining. 
And they started remembering the fish that they ate in Egypt. Yep. And, and all, all the good the stuff. Say, yeah. All the good stuff. Um, and they had this intense craving, Scripture says. Intense craving. Um, the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to intense craving. That's a real key statement. Yes, it really is. <laughs> craving. Um, intense craving. Intense craving. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of uh, what we're doing when we're in this place of peace. Yeah. You know, because before this, it was there was a place of peace for Israel. There, I mean, they were at a moment where they everything was good. They were on their journey. They just got out of this miracle yeah. of deliverance, and, and they're on cloud nine. Everything's good, yep. and uh, they're living on a miracle. Yep. And yet they're bored. They're bored with it, and then they begin to crave. And that's what happens in our boredom, in our cycle, spiritual cycle that we're talking about. We start to crave. Yeah. We start to crave things. Maybe we start to crave the past. Maybe we start to crave the things we got in slavery yeah. uh, when we were in that relationship or that job or that situation. Certain feelings or, or certain things yeah. that we had. Maybe you were in a relationship where the money was really flowing and now you don't have that and you're missing the all the stuff that you could get and you can't do it anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So, you know, you, so, you know, we're not that far away from no. um, doing what these, what the Israelites we're did. We're really not. No. Uh, it, it's a different time. Um, but, and we might have different tools to do things, but we still, um, still will get in that place of boredom and we'll begin to crave those things. Yeah. And that's what they did. Um, willing, willing to go back into the slavery that they, that, they were in, their people were in for several hundred years. Um, in other words, let me say it this way. They were tired of the blessing. Now, when we say it that, that way, sounds we're like, horrible, doesn't that's it? terrible. Yeah. Like, that's how terrible. could you ever be tired of God's blessing? Yeah. But yeah, I think I think of churches, you know, sadly, uh, you know, been to a lot of churches over the years and seen a lot of situations in churches and so on. And I, as a, as a pastor, have dealt with it where people have gotten bored at the, in church. Yeah. And, you know, and that's okay. Maybe it's time to leave or maybe there's something that you need to do. But, um, when, when I've seen and experienced people get bored at church, they find reasons yeah. to leave the church. Yeah. You know, I've had people hand me notes and in, in two page letters of all the things that were wrong Blaming, with the church. Back to that blame and thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know, and I remember somebody did that to me one time and handed me a big list of things that was wrong in the church. And uh, I read it while the person stood there. And then at the end of it, I said, if God's calling you to leave, you don't need an excuse. Yeah. You know, and then the person started bawling and crying and because i want to bless you if you're going to leave yeah but but that's the thing is is they were bored because they weren't well i don't want to tell all of the end of this <laughs> yet but they weren't doing some of the things they should have been doing spiritually at a spiritual them, level boredom. right and they were allowing themselves to get bored and when they get bored they started fine they started craving 
excuses and craving, yep. you know, and they and they maybe were looking around at other churches yes. where they saw certain things, or, or they looking remember, at well, the church that I was in before ten yep. years ago used to do this. Or my friends real happy at that church, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yep. So this is eyes. yeah, this is real stuff, people. Whether mm-hmm. it's a church or a relationship or a job or, or friends, I mean, you can name it um, about anything that this will fall into. But that craving, that's key. Israel craved Mm -hmm. what they once had. And that's essentially what we're doing. And they got tired of the blessing. So that's something to think about. When when we're in this idle place, this place, when I won't say idle, but we're in this place of um, uh, of peace and then we start to get bored with things. And it's also a place of waiting because they were waiting to get into the promised land. So they were in between. Yeah. Yeah. So don't get tired of the blessing. Mm -hmm. And that's key. That's key to what we're going to um, probably in the next couple episodes. Yeah, that's we'll, kind of like part of the answer right yeah, there. Yeah, and we'll, we're going to yeah. spend a lot of time on that, so I don't want to get to it too soon. Um, but uh, don't get tired of the blessing. Understand where you are, what God has given you, and don't uh, get tired of the blessing. I mean, even hearing you say that sounds so ridiculous. Like, how could you ever get tired of the blessing? Yeah. But we do. We do. We, we do. do. That's right. Um, so this cycle causes us to want to return to the place of slavery and bondage that we were before, just like Israel wanted to go back and eat the good meat and all that. So they were willing to give up their freedom mm-hmm. um, for their flesh, for what their flesh wanted. A temporary thing. Yeah. It was temporary very temporary thing. because I think if they were to go back, they would be miserable. Because they were, <laughs> yeah, and they were on the journey to the promised land. Yeah. The, the the best land that they had ever seen, the yeah. land flowing with milk. They were on their way there, yeah. you know, and they weren't willing to wait it out. You they know? were willing to go back and have their backs yep. beaten again and all the horrible yep. things they de- dealt with. They they wanted to return back to where they had the good food and all that stuff. It's um, so insane to even think about that. It, it is. It really is. It is crazy. It is crazy. So I, I wanted to read the, the – uh, Read the lyrics to a song that... It's a good song. Yeah, it is a really good song. I love this song. It's from the band Lifehouse. Uh, it was written in 2001. Um, and uh, so if you ever, uh, if you want to listen to this song, it plays in my head all the time, but it's called Six Cycle Par- uh, Carousel. And uh, it's a very good song. But let me just read the lyrics to you, because even though they're in the secular market, they are Christian, uh, a Christian band. They're not considered a Christian band, but they are Christians. They lead worship and and most all of their songs have Christian undertones. Um, So it's called Sick Cycle Carousel. So um, if shame had a face, I think it would kind of look like mine. If it had a home, would it be my eyes? Would you believe me if I said I'm tired of this? Well, here we go now, one more time. I tried to climb your steps. I tried to chase you down. I tried to see how low I could get down to the ground. I tried to earn my way. I tried to tame this mind. You better believe that I tried to beat this. So when will this end? It goes on and on, over and over and over again. Keep spinning around. I know that it won't stop until I step down from this for good. I never thought I'd end up here, never thought I'd be standing where I am. I guess I kind of thought it would be easier than this. I guess I was wrong now one more time. I tried to climb your steps. I tried to chase you down. 
I tried to see how I could get down to the ground, how low I could get to the ground. I tried to earn my way. I tried to tame this mind. You better believe that I tried to beat this um, in the course one more time. So when will this end? It goes on and on over and over again. Uh, keep spinning around. I know that it won't stop until I step down from this. And then the bridge is six cycle carousel. This is a six cycle. Yeah. Six cycle carousel. So uh, <laughs> I've, found this song you know back in 2001 and you know and i listened to it along with their other ones but um boy this is so true Mm -hmm. stuck in this cycle and just want to get out of it um and he says you know here we go now one more time one more time (laughs) how many times have we said this one more time i'm tired of this i'm I'm tired tired of going around this mountain (laughs) yeah so there's there's a couple points that i want that we want to make and uh we're not going to get through them all on this episode but uh, I do want to start with this point in Colossians uh, chapter 3, verse 15. And it says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. So I'm, I'm going to give you this much right now. And this is so important for, for every one of us to, to realize we've, most of us have been taught this in our homes. We've been yep. taught this in our churches. We've been taught this in our schools, but we probably don't do it enough. Yep. And being thankful is how we enter into the presence of God. Um, in the, the scripture in Colossians, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts to wish you were, which you were also, also you were called in one body. It says, and be thankful. Yep. So the be thankful part of that scripture to me is this is how we seal the peace, the rule of the peace of God in yeah. our hearts. Because to rule means to have dominion over, it means right. to be in charge of. Yes. And yeah. so to keep the peace of God in our hearts. Now, if we stop and talk about the peace of God for a minute, we're talking about, we're not talking about the absence of the, of the of the battle or whatever's going on. Yeah. Out, Cause that's there. still there. That's still there. That's not going to go away. So don't, don't believe that lie that says the peace of God or, or when you have peace, that means you, there's never going to be anything right. wrong. It's just that when we're going through those or when we deal with those things or when we see those things, we're not as shaken up about them because we know, you know, we're going to get through this. Right. God's in control. You know, it's, I'm going to be okay. Um, so in order to seal that peace of God in our hearts, to allow the peace of God to rule in our hearts, um, we need to be thankful. Yeah. We need to be thankful. I have another scripture. It's in First Thessalonians 5.18. It says, in all things, give thanks. Yes. You know, that gratitude or thankfulness, it blocks toxic emotions, things like envy and regret and depression. I mean, research has even proven that Gratitude or thankfulness can change our whole trajectory. Yes, it's so true. And so um, we're about out of time for this episode, and, and, and we're going to leave you on a really good note, because out of all that we've been saying um, in these last three episodes, your answer, and we'll, we'll dive into it some more uh, in, in, the, um, uh, in the episodes to come, but being thankful this is the answer. This is the main answer to breaking the cycle. And you can actually break it 
I said earlier, you can break it about anywhere. Yeah. When you come to the knowledge that I haven't been thankful or yeah. I need to be thankful. And do you think the thankfulness blocks that, that boredom? It does. If the Israel, children does. of Israel start, started to be thankful for the right. manna, yep. what, what would have been the next phase yeah. that wouldn't have happened? Right. Yeah. You know, so if, if you're in the boredom stage of a, of a spiritual cycle, then, you know, if you come to the realization that, you know, I haven't been thankful, you know, I, I need to be thankful for that blessing instead of complaining about that blessing. Yeah. You know, just because another blessing hasn't come doesn't mean I should stop being thankful about the one I had. Yeah. You know, so. And maybe the next one's contingent on whether we're thankful for the one we have. Yeah. So at any time, if you start to be thankful, truly thankful for what you have, what God has blessed you with, your family, your situation, whatever it is, find things to be thankful for because you have a ton. And if you start being thankful anytime in this cycle, you immediately will go back to the top. You'll yeah. go back to peace yeah. and you will continue to encounter peace. As long as you're thankful. It breaks the cycle. It does. It's right there. It right does. stops it. And, you know, some people are saying, well, you know, maybe I need deliverance. Maybe you do, but maybe this is your deliverance. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe you change the way you've been thinking about yeah. your situation or your life or whatever. Maybe you change that and you start seeing what you have. Yeah. And then you start being thankful. Thankfulness takes you into the presence of yeah. God. And it pleases the Father. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So no matter where you're at, if you're complaining now, the, the further down the cycle you go, <laughs> the more difficult it probably is to come out to, yeah. to recognize that you need to be thankful because you start really, you know, you can start really getting hating yourself and everything else. But at any time, um, any one of these things, if you begin to be thankful, like for boredom, yep. um, you're thankful, well, you won't be bored anymore because you'll realize right. what you have is That's it. Right. If you're complaining, um, you start to be thankful, then then you won't complain because you're happy with what you have. And thankfulness changes our, our what we're looking at. Yeah. Instead of what we don't have, we're looking at what we do have. Yeah. And it changes. It gives you peace just in that. Um, contention. Um yeah, you you know you start being thankful. Well, there's no reason to be you know argumentative or anything like that. Recklessness, the same thing. You start being thankful, um, then yeah. you realize that God is is giving you these blessings and bless you with you know what you have and where you are. Um, you will want more of that blessing. Yeah. So that's where the craving changes from craving to something that our flesh and our mind is missing to craving. Um, what God has for us. And realizing we're not missing anything actually at all right. because he's already given us that. Yes, yes. And we need to recognize what he's given us because he's fulfilled all of our needs. And what he has for us is better than what somebody else yeah, has given way us. Better, way yes, better. So much so. So yeah. we're going to, we're going to stop right there. I mean, we've got more to talk about um, at least one more episode, maybe two. Um, and uh, you know, so this, I'm hoping this, we're hoping this helps yeah. somebody out and, um, you know, breaking this cycle, but you've got enough information right now while you're waiting on the next couple episodes to drop. You've got enough information now that you can, you can start 
breaking the cycle. And one thing you can do, a really good suggestion is find a notebook, a little notebook. They're cheap enough. You can get them for a dollar at the dollar store and just start a a gratefulness journal. You know, I wake up in the morning or before you go to bed at night, just write down what you're grateful for. Something about writing it down is just really helps cement that into your mind and your heart. Yeah, that's a great idea. Great idea. Get in the habit of being thankful Not just saying it, but actually meaning it, because I'm telling you, uh, I promise you that if you're truly thankful, um, you will begin to see this cycle break. Um, And, you know, you could end up in in future spiritual cycles, but this will always bring you back to the top. It may be to shorten the length of the cycle. Yes. Um, You know, I think of the song, which is a scripture. you know, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart and I will enter his courts with praise. And that's talking about the presence of God. And when you're in the presence of God, you know, um, you're you are at peace. Yeah, very much and, so. And so if you get out of the presence of God, the only way to return to the presence of God is being thankful. Being thankful for Jesus, being thankful for all the blessings that God has given you. So there is um, the key to breaking the cycle. It's the key to getting off the carousel. Um, We'll get into it more, but please um, use that. That is a very powerful tool. It sounds simple because it is simple, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but But it can be hard when you're first trying to do it, you know, like with that journal idea. I mean, you could be laying in bed like, I don't know what to be thankful for. And it might be hard at first to think of things, especially if things are difficult right Right. now. But just be thankful for being saved. Be thankful for Jesus. Thank you. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. There's there's always something to start with. Yeah. And we really do. And and thankfulness will keep. Uh, it'll keep everything in perspective. It'll keep God in perspective. It'll keep us in perspective, our salvation in perspective. Yeah. And, and we'll realize that, you know, we need him every day. Yeah. And so, you know, and to not take him for granted. So anyway, um, there Thank you, you go. Thank you, Lord, for that manna. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so there you go. We've got a lot more to talk about in the next couple episodes so please join us please share this please like it um get it out there uh this is not income based we don't make any money off this we just really uh want to get um the word of god out there we really want to help you to apply it to your life and to change a life um because that's what this is all about so thank you for joining us until the next time um god bless we're so glad you could join us for this episode of the real people real god podcast You can support this podcast by visiting www.valleyviewchapel.net and click on the donate button. Music was by Kevin McLeod, and my name is Tim Howard. Until next time, may the Spirit of God continue to teach you His ways.